you hear like the theories, oh, you know, Rome, conspiracy with Rome, conspiracy with uh, King James, and at least you get that. Right. I mean, I usually just get, ah, it's written by men. Written by men. It's valid. <laughs> written by men. Argument over. You know what I mean? It's written by men. Uh, <laughs> it's either it's written by men, therefore it's it's completely flawed, or, well, no, 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 it came down, you know, excuse me, with Abraham. You know, it came down with him then, and then he, he sent it down again with Christ in the dove. It's like, wait a minute, they both take two extremes. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Real discussions, real opinions, real stories and testimonies. Real church talk. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. All right, guys, welcome back to Acts 2 and 42. Uh, This is Keith again. And again, I got my wife, uh, Sheree, and we got TJ with us uh, remotely. We're respecting the social distancing Mm-hmm. Corona madness. I don't respect nothing. <laughs> I'm all in their face. <laughs> I don't respect nothing. Look, man, uh, side note, uh, dude in Philly got pulled off a train for not having a mask on by police. Are you serious? Or a bus, excuse me, not train, bus. Same thing, you know. What you mean, like Philadelphia, France or something? Man, Philadelphia. Not the Church of Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. Yes. Hey, baby, get the strap. Phil, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pulled him off just for not wearing a mask. And he was freaking out. You know? It's happening. So, but that's not why we're here today. That's not why we're here, Keith. Stay on subject. No, that, that is, that, that's actually why we're here today. That's it's why we're, we're doing it. You know? Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> nonetheless. But, um, yeah, so what we want to talk about today is um, the Bible, right? And a lot of people will come... You know, sometimes you'll, you'll be talking to someone they'll just be like, man, well, I don't know, man. It's After all, it's just written by men. You know, um, it's just written by men. So really, who really knows if we can trust it or, you know, what's good, what's not. So to be fair, though, this is said by believers and unbelievers. So this is just in an attack or, you know, whatever against, not an attack at all, but it's not against uh, presuming only unbelievers say this because believers say mm-hmm. this. Um, and I do want to say that Sometimes it's just general doubt. That's all. There's not anything specific. There's not a lot of background information. They don't really know anything about, you know, transmission and translation and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just general doubt, right? Other times there's, they've got, you know, I've heard theories, you know, King James commissioned it. He wrote it. He had him write it. Like they fabricated it right there. Um, and then, you know, the theories we dealt with before about Rome, you know, the conspiracy of Rome or that, you know, Constantine and them just made the Bible they wanted at that time. So there's a lot of theories um, and they're they're just that, you know, theories because there's really no evidence for it. But um, but Sheree, you know, you you kind of proposed this. You asked the question. So what exactly, you know, what's your question centered at? What are you asking a question about? What do you want to deal with? You know, Um. well, I mean, that's just it. The the. The assumption but that it's just written by men. Well, I guess that's not an assumption. It literally is written by men. Um, and that's it. Like, oh, it's just, it's dismissed because it's, it's just written by men. So, you know, it's dismissive. Like, like who cares about all that, what it says? Um, but at least like you, like you saying, like, you know, you hear like the theories. Oh, you know, Rome, conspiracy with Rome, conspiracy with uh, King James. And at least you get that. Right. I mean, I usually just get, ah, it's written by men. Written by men. It's valid. <laughs> written by men. Argument over. You know what yeah, I mean? It's written by men. Uh, <laughs> but then I'm just like, you know, well, 
you know, what part, the the whole thing or a certain part written by men, you know. Um, and usually, if it's Christians, it's parts. Most of the time by Christians, it's just this part right. is written by men. Or oh, that part was added in, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Coincidentally, it's the part that they don't agree with right. most of the time. <laughs> right. uh, that part was written by men. Rest of it, you know, inspired by God, right. that part written by men. Um to be fair, I've come across stuff that I was like, look, I love God. I believe in his infallibility. <laughs> I believe in scripture and the authority, but I can't get with that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I got to under- understand some things. I got to, you know, I'm not rejecting it. I won't do that. But there's things right. that take, make me step back and say, man, I don't know about that, man. You know, so anyway, I just want to do, just want to say that, you know. No, no, you went just recently, just last night. I had to do that. You did. <laughs> You did. I did. We were having a conversation. I was like, well, I don't hold know on. About that. I was like, hold on. So I read the scriptures and she was like, man, well, I mean, what's the context though? I'm like, what does it say though? <laughs> like, what does it say? Right. So we all do it. We all do it. Let's just be fair. Um, but anyway, Shrey, continue. I won't put you on blast uh-huh. anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, so. Nobody ever has, like, at least for me, when I come in contact with people, they just use it in a dismissive manner to condone whatever it is they're doing or right. want to do. Um, or just to, well, Christianity as a whole is is fake, it's invalid. You know, Old Testament, New Testament, none of it's real. It's just written by men. It's a fairy tale, like the Odyssey or something like that, you know. Um, so that's what I come encounter with. And I just wanted to, like, address that today. I'm going to clear the air. Okay. T Sock, what you got? Clear it clear it up for me. Nothing. I don't know. I have nothing at all. <laughs> Next. <On the> <laughs> <document>. <laughs> <laughs> um my my I've dealt with the question, you know, um, or the the statement, excuse me. That well both statement and question. Because some people will, will put it out there as it's definitive, like, well, it's written by men. As if that's the end all be all, you know. And I will ask, well, you know, do you know that it's you do know it's written by men, right? As if they're they're insinuating that because it's written by men, that somehow by default um, insinuates falsehood, right? You know, um, so in both cases, I agree with the general statement that it is written by men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I think it shows an extreme lack of understanding, lack of a lack of information, you know, lack of consider consideration of the information to state that to, to try to oppose the statement as if it was like, no, nah, well that ain't true. Cause it is true. Right. You know, it, it was written by men. Um but my question is, okay, so yes, it is written by men. But what are you insinuating by that? Mm-hmm. You know, what 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 are you desiring to relay by the um, by by stating that the scriptures are written by men? You know, and from there, a lot of times you find out they don't even know, they haven't really thought mm-hmm. it through, you know, that much. Um, don't you but, feel like saying? I mean, was anyone under the impression that God wrote it? <laughs> yeah, like that he wrote it, that he printed it, yeah. and said, "Here you go." Like. The golden quill. <laughs> right. I mean, because isn't that what it implies? Down and it's yeah. upon Christ, then the book was with it. 
Right, right. Because you know, yeah. it was like the dove and then scripture on the dove's yeah. back. And the Lord said, Lo, this is my son and my scripture. Right. In which Both I'm well, I'm well pleased. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, so nobody stated that um with the dove came the scriptures and the Lord has esteemed both of these things equally as being from his hand, you know, as being in heaven with him from the beginning. Um, so to state that it's written by men, is it, the, is it something that's being debated? But the problem is that the context is being stated in. It's literally arguing against an argument that, that no one's presented. You know, it's, you're speaking against something that isn't there. Um, and by stating it, you somehow gain a victory, um, over not, not just a victory over the Christian who, who believes in it, but you're, you're using that as the, the knockout punch that allows you to just walk off like, Hey, yeah, you right. know, it's written by men. Therefore yeah. we have nothing to talk about. Right. You know, as if you're, as if the Christian is saying that it wasn't written by men and nobody's saying that right you know um which is why i believe it's important to figure out exactly what they mean by what they're saying right that should be the first endeavor to figure out what we follow you know jordan peterson and one of the things he advises is to define words define words and phrases understand <clears throat> ask someone what do you mean by that mm -hmm. you say this don't assume what they mean because as we found out you know many times before Someone will say something, and I'll hear one thing, but what they're saying when in retrospect is something totally different. You know, so let me ask, well, what do you mean by that? I think I understand, but what do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. You know, um, right. and then have them articulate, and then we can actually hone in on exactly where the issue is. Yeah. Um, without allowing them to say it and escape, or it becomes just, well, no, it wasn't, because yeah, it was. And if you argue this, if you if you argue against it being written by men, I don't think that you understand the transmission of scripture. You know, because mm -hmm. it was penned by men, mm -hmm. inspired by God. But inspiration is in penmanship. You know, and penmanship is not inspiration. Mm -hmm. It can be both. You know, um, so explain, explain inspiration. Like, like, clarify inspiration, you know. Inspiration is it being, um, I don't want to say breathed by God, but I guess the best way to, the best word to use that would actually give the audience a, um, a, a proper understanding is, is almost intuition. You know, it's, a, it's, it's something past oneself that leads you, almost, almost like the gut feeling, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but of a divine nature that essentially tells you what to pen. That thing is, it's the ghostwriter, mm -hmm. which tells you what to write, you know, which leads you in the, in the proper direction. It leads you through the field, you know, through the proper path that you're writing exactly what is true and what that thing has desired for you to pen. You know, it's not just someone of their own accord picking up a pen and saying, you know what, I want to write something today. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> and because I, I think the reason why I asked that is, you know, the word inspiration to us today is very different than when it was written, you know, mm -hmm. in uh, 
was it second Timothy three sixteen? You know, um, for all scriptures given by inspiration of God. Someone use inspiration in a sentence today, um, in in reference to anything else, it would mean something altogether different. Something they felt like doing. Right. I was inspired to do this. I just, right. I had a sudden feeling come over me to do this. Right. You know, when, I wanted to do this. I, out of nowhere, I thought, let me do this. Yep. You know, that that's the inspiration of today. Right. Right. So, in, and, you know, we've already kind of thrown around whether or not it's a believer saying this. And if it is, if you're a believer, then, then that would, you know, that would lead to Second Timothy three sixteen. You know, then you should be believing what the apostles and their Lord taught, mm-hmm. which is that all Scripture was given by inspiration. It was the source or the way it was, uh, uh, you know, came to us. You know, was through the process of inspiration, and you know, it is properly. I think the the word is theopneustos, which is you know, I don't speak Greek, but that's my poor pronunciation of it, which is God breathed or um, you know, like, uh, nustos is the word for spirit or wind, which is where mm-hmm. we get inspiration. You know, <laughs> the, um, the, the root word of spirit is in there, you know, so the source, the spirit that sourced it, the spirit that inspired it is God, not you, not your spirit, not man's will, not man's spirit, you know, and that these holy men, as Peter said, were moved as the spirit told them. You know, so they were they were essentially muses. Tra- uh, yeah, muses yeah. is a, is a good spiritual term to use, um, right. and a carnal one would be transcriber. You know, like a scriber, mm-hmm. someone that's transcribing what another person is telling them. You know, which I think Paul and other people may have had someone write. You know, uh, you know, there's theories about that, but um, but anyway, so that's just when you have someone write down for you, you're not writing it, but you're saying it. You know, yeah. Um, so it doesn't take away authenticity at all. You know, so nonetheless, but that's what a believer should believe. And there's a difference, you know, there, it's very important when you come across, you know, the word inspiration and other biblical words that you understand what that word meant when the man wrote it. It doesn't mean what you think it means today. You know, we've talked about the word passion. Passion is not love and desire and emotion and all swept away by their passions. No, it means to suffer, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know. It implies suffering, which suffering implies tolerance and allowing and patience and like long suffering, you know, to tolerate something, to bear with it, to endure. You know what I mean? So this is what these words mean. Not And now love causes you to do, do those things, right? Mm-hmm. If you love, your love towards someone causes you to tolerate, to bear with them, to hold on, you know, whatever. But <clears throat> I might be butchering someone's language, but nonetheless, the words are very different. We read them from mm-hmm. an English-speaking perspective and background or Spanish or Italian or whatever it may be, um, we're probably going to be far away from what the author's intent was. So Mm -hmm. um, inspiration is a good one to define before you run with your view of the scriptures, you know? So anyway, but that doesn't do it for the non-believer though. Like, so to the non-believer, it says it was just written by men, right? To a Christian that should be like, well, hold on, bro. I thought these were inspired, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, Who's your teacher? Who's your apostle? What's your faith? You know, because this is what our teachers, our apostles, and our faith taught. But to a non-believer, right? That's like saying to a non-believer, saying, well, the Bible said it. Mm-hmm. And that that don't work. I don't know if you've ever done it. Try it. It doesn't work because they don't accept the Bible. Um, so so what do we say? Or, you know, even Sheree, I don't know if you have anything, but what would you say to someone who's just a professed non-believer 
and it was just written by men. Or T, you're welcome to jump in, you know. I don't know what I would say to a non-believer. Okay. I don't. Um, I think it, for me, there's a challenge trying to convince someone of something they don't believe in anyway, that it's real, you know. Um, I can't convince someone there's a ghost in the corner if they don't even see the ghost. Like, they don't, they believe, don't believe in, in ghosts at all. Right. Like, you know. So, um, but so that's that a, just me. I'm sorry. I was going to ask, is that an appropriate time to ask them, is there a fault with the scriptures? Or do you think there's a fault with the scriptures because of your belief? Like the ghost analogy. Right. Like, all right, well, is it because there's not a ghost in that corner? Or are you saying it's not because you don't believe in ghosts? Yeah. So what if you don't believe in ghosts, but they exist anyway? Yeah. Could there be one in that corner? <laughs> if they yeah. exist anyway? Right. <laughs> Um, as far as the unbeliever is concerned, the person who already does not believe, I think it's, if you're trying to point to scripture, it will be an impossible endeavor. You know, that's, we talked about it before in the last podcast, it's that point where you're too far apart to reach a common ground. Um, but that's why. So what do you point to? You point to secular things. You know, um, I don't point to the scriptures to convince a non-believer. I point to things that I think if God said it, if it's something that if God is the creator of the universe and God has said something is good or bad, mm -hmm. we should find ample evidence of that thing being good or bad outside of scripture. Mm -hmm. I should never have to just say, well, the scripture says X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? I should be able to show outside of that outside of what the scripture says, mm -hmm. that this thing is bad or good because of X, Y, and Z. Right. You know, I don't have to say, well, God is to, God is to the marriage between a man and a woman. I can show you how the institution of marriage between a man and a woman is significantly better than the institution of marriage between man and man, woman and woman, or just being single parents, period. Right. You know, so there, there should be a reference point outside of scripture. And I think, I think that Paul made it clear that the, the invisible things of God are, are seen and manifested through what can be seen mm -hmm. for a reason. Mm -hmm. So he say that the, 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 the greatest things of God, all the things of God are explained and manifested through scripture. You know, it's the invisible things that are manifested through things that we can see. So you should be able to point to things that we can see and show God, you know, mm -hmm. but I have to go to scripture. Right. So for those who are already unbelievers in scripture, the Lord has left a, um, he has left something secondary, something we can, something else we can point to for them as well. Mm -hmm. You know, as they say, look, here's why we believe X, Y, and Z is either right, wrong, or, you know, whatever it is, because um, we see this, we see that, mm -hmm. you know, talk to them psychologically. There are many things which the scripture says is wrong. You see negative psychological impact if you do them. Mm -hmm. You know, many things the scripture says is right. You see positive psychological impact if you do them. You know, um, you see negative and positive uh, societal impact, mm -hmm. you know, so when it comes down to people who don't believe, I have a, I have 
Well, both for people who don't believe and who do believe. I try not to just go to the scripture first. You know, let me deal with other things first. Mm -hmm. Let me deal with the secular nature first. And then I can bring you to the scripture. Right. You know, after I've shown you secularly how these things are either good, you know, or negative for the environment, for, you know, the, for the culture, for the, um, for mm -hmm. the community. Mm -hmm. Or people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so we dealt with it on um, not, the theism thing, you know, like there's yeah. a problem. You can't just bring people to Christ that don't believe in a God. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If, and mm -hmm. if people don't believe in the Bible, you can't just be like, bam, the Bible, Jesus, you know, um, you, you kind of have to start in the secular, you know, arena and and because there's, I think there's some serious questions and ramifications to the idea that you know the Bible's invalid, that it's not true. If it's not true, then you're actually attacking a lot of other extracurricular uh, uh, ideas that mm -hmm. I don't know if you're ready, if you're ready to tackle. You know what I mean? Like it's easy just to cast doubt, but when you do that, um, so are we saying there's no God? Are you saying man doesn't know God? That God doesn't inter interact with man? Are you saying, you know what I mean? So you have to do. Are with, you saying that Christ didn't exist? Yeah. And you know, that, there's a whole lot in there. That was one of my next questions was, and, and this is something to consider. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but if you say the Bible's just written by man, or you have doubts and just say, throw it out, then, then are you proposing, or do you realize the fact that you could be proposing the idea that Jesus did not exist and that he did not die and was not raised from the dead? Right. And I don't think that most of us are able to dive into that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, most most subjects were not. We have to yield to different experts that, you know, that's all they do. But, um, but you know what I mean? Because if this man died and rose from the dead, that's a game changer. Doesn't matter whose faith it is. I don't care who did it. If a man mm -hmm. dies and comes back from the grave after three days and then ascends into heaven at the account of eyewitnesses given... Mostly biblical, but there's extra biblical. Probably didn't know that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Many people that have these doubts don't know that there's extra biblical witnesses to the life and the death of Jesus Christ. So the man is historical. Whether or not you believe he's God is a different subject. Whether or not he rose from yeah. the dead, different subject. But if he did rise from the dead and he spoke and, and affirmed the law of Moses and the God of Moses and all these things and the prophets, and then he you know, established a new covenant, you might want to get in that. You know, you might want to check that out. <laughs> so, but, but am I wrong that these things are attached? These ideas are attached. And so it begs other questions, you know? Yeah. Because whether or not you, you trust it. And I think, I think it maybe boils down to some people it's trust. Uh, Shrey, I think you touched on it. Some people it's, you don't like what it says. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got to ask yourself, is it because you don't believe in ghosts that you think it's, the ghost's not in the corner? Is it because you, you like that? You know, um, I mean, there's a lot that we all, that, not a lot, excuse me. There are some things that we all have read that initially it's like, man, I don't know about that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I know, I know exactly what it's saying right now. I know what that means, but I don't like that. Mm -hmm. You know, because um, we think that it could be better without that. You know, not saying that the Lord is wrong, but it's like, well, I don't know, man. Is it that serious? You know, whether it's makeup or even like with myself being a single man, it's like, well, if I'm actually trying to get towards marriage, well, then is this really wrong? But the Lord said it's wrong. You know, so 
there are parts that are contentious mm-hmm. for us. Slavery? Yeah. Yeah. Because God yeah. is for the transatlantic slave system. See what I mean? You know, I can't like, with that, but yeah. <laughs> right, I know, I know. But again, worldviews. Worldviews, yeah, things you like, you don't like. You look at the scriptures, see the word slave. You're like, see? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, apples and oranges. Not, It's not a fair comparison at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you're you're not... I think that you have to be honest with yourself. And again, to the, to the listener, because some people hate watch, you know what I mean? So if someone, people don't just watch videos because they agree with the topic. They want to hear they and, and, and poke holes in, in the things people say they yeah. disagree with. And so I always, um, not acquiesce, but accommodate. I always accommodate for the non-believer, for the arguer, for the disagreer, you know, <clears throat> um, when dealing with this, because I want to speak to them as well. But to them, like, I don't care. You know, we don't care. It has nothing to do with us. You're, you're free to view the scriptures, whether mm-hmm. believer or non-believer. You're free to treat the scriptures mm-hmm. how you want. If you offend anyone, it would be God. And that has nothing to do with me. Period. But you have to ask yourself the question. I think if it were me, I'd ask, ask myself my que- the, the question, do I know anything about this? Like, seriously. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not even call, I'm not trying to call anyone dumb. I'm not trying to disrespect but what do you know about transmission and translation? What do you know about the manuscripts? Mm-hmm. And that, cause that's another part. What do you know about the death and resurrection of Christ? What do you know about what can be proven or what has been proven? What do you know about the, I don't even know what it is, 60 authors within the first two, 300 years mm-hmm. that we have all the records of all the writings, you know, from Christ, but the textual evidence, right? I, it was, um, the Hebraicist, um, from I think I had it here somewhere on um is Genesis history they had a a, a Hebraicist yeah. talking about you know a day means a twenty four hour period in, in Genesis that's what he's referring he's referring yeah. to night and uh, uh, one one day basically but the Hebraicist Steve Boyd is his name um he was talking about the Dead Sea Scrolls being found right caves in Qumran outside of Israel mm-hmm. around the Jordan or whatever and um they they found them. Well preserved in in basically vases like jars, jars mm-hmm. and jars. I'm talking about. I think it's like thousands of jars that have scrolls of pieces of paper. Yeah, it's and and a lot of them are fragments, but they've been yeah. well preserved. And with the dating uh, system that they do, some of them are dated as far back as 300 years before Jesus Christ. That's 2,300 years ago. Mm-hmm. So. Now we have we have texts that we know of from our era that we've had for a long time that are from uh, 1000 AD, right, or 1200 AD, and they're they're virtually identical. Mm-hmm. And so the Hebraist is like, look, when you talk about the, the 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 purity and the accuracy of text, it's unparalleled. You know, 1200 years apart, at least a thousand years apart, roughly, for a text to be the same, that. You know for a fact the one I the one I have from twelve from one thousand AD. Let's just say that from a thousand years later, you know for a fact it wasn't copied from this piece of paper, right? How the heck did that happen? You understand what I'm saying? Don't make the assumption that the Dead Sea Scroll copy was the source that this guy was copying from because it did not happen. It could not have happened. They're way too mm-hmm. far apart, you know. So, and this one was buried in a cave somewhere, and no one had access to it. It was yeah. found. So that's not it, but it says the same exact thing, you know? So, and that's something that you really have to dive into cautiously, but 
it's a labor of love, but it's a labor. It's intensive mm-hmm. to look at the manuscript evidence, you know, to look at the copies of what we have. But you're going to hear even the greatest critics compare it to other books of literature, and it's bar none. There's nothing like it from the the yeah. how numerous it is, from the age groups that it spans from, and the accuracy of it. The accuracy overshadows, eclipses, whatever. Um, the Odyssey, Plato, straight you fall asleep? No. Okay, you just look like she was like... <laughs> Sorry, I, I have that effect head. on people. <laughs> I start talking about textual try. criticism and manuscript evidence and people go to sleep. <clears throat> um, I'm in here for it. Right. He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> right, right, right. Tell him about, tell him about uh, uh, Constantine Simonides. <laughs> tell him about that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, but who, who knows that you don't know that if you're saying, ah, it's just a book written by men. It's a superior book. Even if you take mm-hmm. God out, it is a vastly superior book uh, historically and, and as literary work. But, um, and then I think we mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned on air or off air, but archeology, span you know, mm-hmm. and people swear there's no evidence for things in the Bible and little by little piece by piece, more and more. Now it rarely hits mainstream. It, exactly. It's crazy when they find something that challenges the Bible. That's it's mainstream New York times and, and wherever. Right. No. Um, so anyway, but, but there's, there's a, not a wealth of knowledge. There is a myriad and mm-hmm. volumes and volumes of volumes mm-hmm. of data, of things, of history, of facts to consider that the experts that study all different types of stuff look at. And when they look at the Bible, they shake their head at, you know, now are there some issues with it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I am not one that believes in inerrancy that it's, that it's, that it has no flaws or no issues whatsoever. That's that's ridiculous. Um, but I think that's a disconnect right there, though, because mm-hmm. most people who take up this argument is either it's written by men, therefore it is completely fallible, right? It, it, it's completely flawed, or completely or it's inspired by God, therefore it's inerrant, right? And there yeah. are no there's there's no fallibility with it. It's like wait a minute, yeah, oh, no. too extreme. Just the fact that we have versions, you know, shows fallibility. It right. shows that there are differences. And yep. differences, part of where we can are, trust are it, worthy of question. Right. Yes. If there are differences in scripts. There, are, that's worthy of question. You know, but there's no one saying, mm-hmm. you know what? Yes, there are differences. Yes. But let's take this walk. Right. You know, let's go through them. Let's see why they're different. Let's see, you know, who wrote what or whatever. It's either it's written by men, therefore it's it's completely flawed, or well, no, 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 it came down, you know with the Lord when he spoke a lot, you know, and, or excuse me, with Abraham, you know, it came down with him then. And then he, he sent it down again with Christ in the dove. And it's like, wait a minute. They both take two extremes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I, and, think, yeah. I think what you're proposing or, or what you've done, you know, who you are as an individual is what is missing. It, and that's someone who's willing to say, yes, it was written by men. And yes, there are variations. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are. There are things that we find. It's like, well, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. We find things that we say, no, that's not right. Right. That's not a proper translation. You know, that's not a proper transmission. That was wrong. And we can show you why. Right. You know, but very that's few places. What's missing a lot of cases. Yeah. Very, yeah, very, yeah, very few, few. But there are places. Right. So we don't act like, well, there are no places. Because the easy ones like Easter. I, where's that at? Yeah, that's easy. Well, it shouldn't be there. Right. You know, well, it shouldn't be there. 
And we can say that. No, that shouldn't be that. It should be Passover. It's funny. We're recording you know, this on Easter. It's, yeah. yeah. It's funny. We're getting yeah, I didn't think about that. Right. Isn't that, isn't that <laughs> crazy? That. Um, um, yeah. And well, it yeah, should be because that's the word that, that was used in Greek. So why would you mm-hmm. ever, except for uh, Christian interpolation, as most errors are, the person who's doing the translating or the transcribing says, oh, well, we call it this. So it's the yeah. same thing. We call it Easter. We don't call it Passover because that had already been, uh, you know, commissioned and, and uh, established at, at that point in time. So that's where the variation exists, but it should be changed back to a, to an actual translation of the word. The word Easter never meant Passover. The word Passover no. is a word which means to pass over, you know, yeah. the, 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 in Egypt, you know, the, 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 uh, the death angel, the destroyer that passed over um, the firstborn of Israel when they saw the blood. You know, that word means Passover. It's partial. Like, that's all it means. So you could call anything relative to that, but not Easter. That word doesn't connect at all, except <laughs> if you connect the festival somehow. You know what I mean? Which I think, you know, like, the Christian interpolation is, is that's where it comes from. So you're right. Yeah. But we can deal with those. Um, yeah. But again, most people saying that haven't even gotten that far in. Yeah. They really haven't gotten that far in to even have a valid case. And that's that's unfortunate. So I don't know. At that point, I mean, you're kind of showing your cards. You don't want to believe in ghosts, to go mm-hmm. back to Shrey's metaphor. And that's yeah. both for, I mean, like we stated with the, um, a lot goes back to the Atheist and Theist podcast. But as we stated there, it's what is your reference point what is evidence what because both the 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 person who's saying it's written by men hasn't gotten to that point but then the person who's trying to mm-hmm. um defend the scriptures they haven't got to that point either yep you know so it's like the the onlooker looks and is like well we've got nowhere here y'all right. said a whole lot of words but nothing's been established yep. you know um and if i ask we've been there too where we see two different sides of our argument. So you inbox someone and say, well, hold on now. I heard this. Can you help me understand that? And they have nothing for you. Yep. You know, so it's like, all right, well, we've both gotten into an arena that we, that neither one of us were built, you know, to, to actually sustain ourselves in. Yeah. And that, that's, that's another very valid point. Um, and it's not just with the Bible. We've heard it on many different subjects, but to the Christian, uh, this is a reason why you ought to be knowledgeable because, you can't win your brother to trust mm-hmm. the Bible, to follow the Bible, and you can't wish, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you can't win your neighbor, you know, the stranger, the unbeliever, um, to trust in God, to believe in Jesus or the Bible um, without proper knowledge. Because you, the, the problem is, now we try to throw anything we have at it, <laughs> right? And, and look, there could be world-renowned experts that come across this video and say, you and I are not packaging this information properly. We're saying things is untrue. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let me know that. So, but I, we can hear it to people, you know, that we hear like, man, that was, that was, why are you saying that? Don't say that, you know, and you're pushing people <laughs> yeah. away, yeah. you know, because of bad information um, and just a bad, I won't say argument, but a bad position. You know, you have a bad position. You don't have, a, you don't have good information. You're not reaching them. All you're doing is saying, I think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. But I don't have good reason to try to show you. <laughs> so this is a reason why, especially if we think we are called, you know, to be a witness for Christ, you know, uh, this is a reason why you might want to consider information like this. Ask yourself these tough questions. Look at the scriptures, you know, look at the history of it. 
check out a podcast once in a while, you know? Because um, I joke, like I said, with Sheree putting her to sleep. She's rubbing her eyes right now and, you know. Shut me my. But it's a hobby to us, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I understand there's things people would rather do, you know, than, than you know. Yeah, I think it, it, it depends on the, um, it goes back to our last podcast, you know? Um, and one of the things mentioned was the desire. You know, the, the desire of a Christian is to understand their Lord, is to understand what what the prophets spoke of, what the apostles spoke of, the things that were written. If they're written a fourth time, they're written for our learning. Right. Then what what should we learn from this? You know. But um, I'm not I'm not eager or willing to jump out and say if that desire is not in them, then they're not Christian because. I don't understand where I was at when I first came on. You know, when I when I first got saved, I don't know where I was at. Mm-hmm. I know I was zealous, but that's all I know. You know, I, I I haven't had a chance to actually consider my own self and look at me and say, you know what? No, you were you didn't actually love the scriptures. You actually loved your pastor, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because you're focusing on him instead of the scripture, mm-hmm. you never take that venture to consider what the scripture is saying, and if there's alternative information that could validate or contradict the scripture is saying, mm-hmm. you know? So we end up in this perpetual loop where my pastor said it, therefore it's biblical. Mm-hmm. It's biblical because my pastor said it, you know? So when someone says, well, wait a minute, but the scripture is written by men, it's either you consider that and then your whole worldview is thrown off, or you reject it because, you know, it, my pastor said it exactly. <clears throat> you know, and I think that's where we were. I think that's where I was in the beginning. It, and it wasn't that my pastor said it necessarily said that the things I was reading and the, the understanding I came to my pastor confirmed it. Therefore my pastor confirmed it. So if my pastor says it, it must be true because I've read these things mm-hmm. and I came to the conclusion and now my pastor's saying it, you know, and it becomes this, again, perpetual loop. And you get complacent to where now you're listening to what your pastor says because he has a, a track record of confirming the things you've already seen. So now instead of studying, you're listening to him mm-hmm. for all things, yep. you know, or her, whoever. The last thing I'll say is all of this, written by man or not, validity or not, what do you do about the personal experiences? What do you do? with miracles, I mean divine, not things we call in the world miracles, like, oh, it's a miracle, you know, things that we've experienced, things you pray for and they they happen, things that you pray Mm -hmm. for and they happen, things you pray for and they happen, not because he's a genie, but because he's God. Mm -hmm. And so we, Mm -hmm. when when there's a group of people that draw intents and purposes, miracles happen in their lives, what do you do with that? How can you you denounce that? Like the life Mm -hmm. existence of a thing happening with no explanation, just, just random chance. And how come it didn't happen to you? Mm-hmm. How come it didn't happen to this person? How come it happens to this group of people? Just thing, things to consider. And, and there's, a, like I said, there's a pile of stuff, whatever you want to call it. There's a bunch of stuff that stands opposed to you, whether believer or unbeliever, that stands opposed to you when you're like, yeah, just written by men. I don't really know about this thing. Mm-hmm. There's a pile of stuff that, that I would venture to say most of us are not equipped or ready or even interested to deal with, but just know that it stands opposed to that point of view. 
and yeah. there's nothing you can do to climb over that mountain but deal with it you know yep. um so anyway you guys have anything else before we wrap up nope no, i'm good cool i want to see the uh the, the responses and questions i'm interested in those like i actually want a good dialogue um because maybe someone has some information we haven't considered um so I, I I'd like to see the conversation, or maybe someone has questions, you know, and I I prefer those. Right. Someone that has questions, they're like, well, what about this? We can deal with that all day long. Yeah, I don't mind, you know, I don't mind questions, you know, or questioning. I don't mind um, issues. Um, I'll be honest, when it when it just comes to the Bible, when it comes to like God given scripture and that idea, I can deal with the idea better than I can trying to make claims or validate say a book of the Bible or specific translation yeah. or mm-hmm. that stuff, I will admit that's, that's crazy terrain that very few men can, <laughs> that's can travel birds. through. Right. <laughs> um, Old Testament, you know, we were talking about this earlier, Old Testament, the further go you back, uh, further go you go back, the less people you have willing to be presenters and, and, and teachers of textual criticism and manuscript evidence, because it gets stickier and stickier and stickier, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is it's the same with any other book. You know, it's the same with anything, history, period. Um, yeah, so the only problem is that we're actually told that our book started with oral transmission. Yeah. We're not told about that, that it started with being written. You know what I'm right. saying? That's the only difference. We're not told that it started with men writing yep. the transmission. We were told that it started with oral transmission. Yep. That was the gate. That was the beginning of it, right. you know. Um, unless you consider Enoch, who was told to write it on tablets of stone and then tablets of... Um, Oh God, it's no tablet, excuse me. Um, right. in case there was fire or water. Yeah. But outside of that, there's oil transmission. We're told that. So you you're not expecting for there yeah. to be some type of uh scroll. Yeah. Which was the first one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Cool. But again, well, if you don't know that, then you don't know to present that. You don't right. know. It's just that- another thing that is <laughs> is not even being weighed in, not considered. And again, we're you know, a lot of times not interested. It's just now mm-hmm. it's just I don't want to receive it just by men. That's cool. But um the the giant, there's opposition, there's a giant standing in the room ready for you that you're just pretending like it does he's not there. They're mm-hmm. ready to knock you on your butt. And it's just not something you just because you're not aware it doesn't mean it ain't gonna happen, you know. Right. Doesn't mean yeah. it's not true. Um so it's just caution. Definitely I'm not beyond reproach in all subjects or anything like that. So um but nonetheless, man, um, just an overview. And if anyone's got anything um, to add, take away, whatever you want to do, you know, drop it in the comments. Let us know. Um, and, and another thing I'm, I'm interested in, anyone got any experts? I wouldn't mind having an expert opinion in one regard or another. So yeah. drop a comment or whatever um, if you have any recommendations. And I would love to talk to them. So other than that, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And ask2142.com for more. <laughs>